Speaking of race relations, I witnessed something at a casino back in Cleveland several months ago uh, that validated a thought I've had in my mind for years, which is that black men are the absolute best at making fun of people. And the reason why is because they know how to take away your confidence without saying anything that's technically mean. I'll explain. I was at the craps table, and the pit boss at the craps table was a very chubby middle-aged white man, had a block-shaped head, blonde flat top. This young black dude walks up to the table and he just goes, yo, Barney Rubble, let me get $200 in chips. <laughs> Which is amazing. It's like the best thing I've ever heard. Everyone at the table had a big laugh. We all thought it was hilarious. Everyone except for the pit boss, who got very angry. He's like, excuse me, why would you come up to the table being disrespectful? Did I call you names? You want to play craps at my table, you better show some respect. And the black dude was like, my bad, I didn't mean disrespect. I was just playing around, just want to play some craps. Can I have the chips? Can I have the dice? My bad. The pit boss finally calmed down, passed him the chips, slid him the dice. Then the black dude grabbed the dice, shook him up, and right before he rolled, he looked at the pit boss and goes, yabba dabba do." <laughs> Peekaboo, you fucks you. I see you, you motherfucker. Do you want to talk or do you want to bet? We had two bags of grass, 75 pellets of mescaline, five sheets of high powered water acid, a salt shaker half full of cocaine, a whole galaxy of multicolored uppers, downers, screamers, lappers, also a quarter tequila, quarter rum. Case of beer, find a raw ether, two dozen animals. Counting cards is a foolproof system. It's also illegal. It's not illegal, it's frowned upon, like masturbating on an airplane. I'm pretty sure that's illegal too. Yeah, maybe after 9-11 where everybody gets some sensitive. Thanks a lot, Finbot. Well, welcome back to Vegas Confessions, episode 41. How you guys doing? I'm Julian, and we are back for another exciting week of Vegas Confessions. And of course, I'm always joined by my two co-hosts. I'm Eric. I'm Janice. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Janice. We missed you. (laughs) Oh, and again, if you guys are wondering what this refers to in the last episode, you can bet on that. A gentleman by the name of Big Gay Cabe was talking about, you know, the different podcasts and he loves everybody's, you know, podcast. And he mentioned, you know, he likes The Better Life and he likes Eric and he likes Julian and Julian's wife, Janice. And we just got the biggest (laughs) kick out of that. And again, I want to thank Han because Han was the first one to point it out on Twitter. It was something to the effect of shout out to Janice from (laughs) Vegas Confession CC. You can bet on that. And I thought that was really funny. So and we will actually be throwing that audio in right here so you guys can hear it, too. You know, I love the show. I love hearing about Eric's stuff. I listen, just started listening to Better Life. I like uh, Julian and Eric's, and uh, I think uh, Julian's wife is Janice. I think so, but I'm not really sure. Maybe her name's Janice. It's not Janice? It's not even close. (laughs) (laughs) Again, it's always exciting and flattering to hear people mention, you know, our podcast on other people's show and, you know, vice versa, because... When these people listen to all the podcasts, it makes it fun for us because, you know, they're in cahoots with the same people we listen to and joke around with and even meet up with a couple times a year. So I thought that was really cool of him. On top of that, we'll start off with some shout outs. Eric, you want to go first? Sure. I've got two. So Chris DeMauro, he hosts the Art in the Game podcast. 
It is uh, a podcast that focuses predominantly on MGM Springfield. Okay. And uh, he's been uh, my tour guide and um, creating introductions and really, really going out of his way to make sure that I'm having a good trip. He's a good guy. He's a video poker player. Uh, just, uh, yeah, uh, Chris has been uh, a good friend and I uh, just wanted to give him a shout out. And, uh, you know, I, I also wanted to give a shout out to uh, Big Gay, I guess I'm going to call him. <laughs> like, we're, we're, having, we're having fun with the whole Janice thing, right? Yeah. But, like, that, that was really nice. It so, uh, appreciate you listening. And, you know, thanks for taking the time to shout us out in another uh, podcast. That was great. Very cool. Janice, any shout outs? Yeah, I actually do want to give a shout out to our our buddy Mikey. Nice. He just had his uh, bachelor party this weekend, and I heard everything went great. He's a really good guy, and we wish you the best of luck. Good luck, buddy. So my first one is going to be my cousin, actually, George Colosso. He helped me create something this week. We'll get into it later in the show, and I'm pretty excited about having these out there. So again, Georgie, thank you, man. I appreciate that. And our buddy Vince, who was on a couple of shows ago, we had our first mandate together. We had dinner uh, this past Tuesday and, you know, we bullshitted for a while. And who, the next thing we knew, we were sitting there for three hours going back and forth. I was almost home at midnight. So. Cheater. Cheater. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting it both ways. I mean, damn, I got this new woman named Janice and I got mandates going on. I mean, there's a lot going on here, guys. <laughs> Can I can I assume Vince was the big spoon? <laughs> well, let me add to it. So we're we're getting we're we're just getting there. We're paying. He's actually on the phone taking a call from work, and uh, he orders his food. I ordered my food. We're arguing over who's gonna pay for it, of course. And finally, I told the lady in Spanish, "Hey, I'm gonna pay for it. Take my card, right?" And she's like, "Okay." So mind you, he's on the phone. And I said, and I'm telling her in English now. I'm like, "Oh." You know, don't mind him. He acts up every now and then. It's our first date, but we're going to make this work out. You know, and she just kind of looks at me, right? And she stood real quiet. And uh, he said something. He's like, I can't stand this guy. I said, whatever, you're going home with me. And she just kind of looked at me. It was great, dude. It was fucking great. That's how I knew this guy. He's going to be a good friend for a while. So, again, Vince, had a great time, man. On top of that, guys, first topic leading off. We, we had such a blast this week, Eric. We got to see David Spade live at one of our favorite casinos here at Table Mountain in Fresno. And the guy killed it. I mean, him and Bobby Miyamoto. I think so. Yeah, they, they had a great show. They had everybody rolling. It was just yeah. a good time. And again, it, it created the beginning of our night in the casino. And it just, you know, it was a great night. So again, David Spade, he actually liked our tweet this week. I don't know if you caught that. That was really cool. Right after that, we were leaving the show. I walk out and I notice this casino now has stadium gaming. So blackjack, roulette, and baccarat. And there's about, I think, 20 seats. It's a pretty big area. And two dealers, one on each side. And I was going to ask you, Eric, you know, I was sitting there for a while just playing dollar bets at a time, you know, having fun with it, trying to get the breakdown of the game, playing different games simultaneously. And as I'm playing blackjack, every now and then a little sign would come up and saying, hey, Baccarat game two, bankers hit four times. And you know me, I'm like, oh, I'm always going against it. You know, it's going to break. It's going to change at some point. So, of course, I throw a dollar on the player. And it was funny because every time I lose that blackjack, I get it right back at, you know, Baccarat. And I don't touch roulette. So, but I did want to ask you, does stadium gambling interest you or stadium gaming interest you? And you too as well, Kelly and listeners. 
does that get your guys' attention? And do you think, do you think it would be less likely to get caught counting that stadium blackjack? Are they dealing from a shoe? Yeah. Yeah. Can I assume that the minimums are relative? I mean, I think the answer is, yeah, you probably, uh, well, they're dealing one hand at a time, right? Right. So I don't, I don't know what the penetration is going to look like. I think theoretically you probably could count that game, but the table max is probably going to be low enough that you're not going to be able to really do anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you could definitely, you know, you could, you could play at a terminal without a card. I mean, yeah. So I I think that, I think the short answer is, yeah, as long as they're dealing from a shoe and you're seeing every card, I'm sure you could. Um, that's an interesting thought. I, I don't know that there's enough EV in it to be worthwhile. Yeah. But yeah. I yeah, think I, I think I, what I, got I, my attention and what made me even think of this while I was sitting there is you're just not being hounded on. You're not being watched so much. And you have your own screen. And yes, I know they can tell, you know, they can see what you're doing, patterns and stuff. But for the most part, you don't have a dealer right in front of you. You do, but you don't. The dealer's like 10 feet away as opposed to right in front of you. And... Like you said, I mean, if you're going to be aggressive and you think something's going to happen, I don't think they'd watch you as much. Or you might be able to get away with a couple hands if, you know, there's not that interaction so much. And there's a pit boss going back and forth. But again, they're not walking around every machine checking everybody. And I'm, I'm assuming that somewhere in the vicinity, they can check and watch everybody's play, too. Oh, they got so, cameras everywhere. Yeah, yeah, there's cameras everywhere. Do you know, do yeah. you recall if there was a maximum? The maximum, I believe, and like Eric said when he mentioned that, I yeah. believe I recall seeing 500 max. Well, it's still better than I thought. Right. I thought it was going to be like a $100 max or 300 Oh, okay. Yeah, um, no, it was a 500 pretty decent. $500 max and a dollar minimum. Hmm. Yeah, so if, if the game rules are pretty good and your, you know, your minimum is that low and you can get to 500 yeah, you probably could. You know, I, I'm going to assume, and I I certainly, you know, because there's there's such a focus on card counting. Right. They, you know, they probably have software built in that right. may right. tell them to shuffle, right? So, like, you know, if if the count becomes too good, they may just shuffle. I don't, I don't know that they're dealing to the cut card necessarily. If that, you know, I, I don't know is the honest answer. Okay. Um, I think I think this warrants looking into, though. Um, I don't know that you can get enough down to. Heard make of. it like a major play and i think right. if they see somebody hammering away uh a nickel at a time at a stadium gaming they're gonna want to know who you are yes okay yeah i i don't know good it's a good question though okay yeah i just i, I don't know why i was just sitting there and i was just thinking to myself man if somebody were gonna do it i think this would be the optimal p- spot to do it because you don't have everybody hounding you watching you watching your your bets so much so I don't know. I thought it was interesting. And even in that same sentence that night, they did have an issue where a card wasn't read when it was coming out of the the, the shoe. So everything just like froze up, you know, and we had to wait. And there was only four people, I think, playing blackjack because we were the ones that are like, what the hell is going on? What's (laughs) happening here? You know, we all have dollar bets and we're all pissed off with a dollar bet. But yeah, so I mean, it's a trial and error. And to see them, you know, learning how to to react to that, too, it, it was pretty cool to see. So I thought it was fun. Are you able to see the discard tray? Yeah, you're pretty much able to see it all. And again, it's not to where it's far enough from you, but it's it's still right there. You know what I mean? You get to see it all. So I, at first, I was having a hard time with 
you get your cards dealt, but then there's the common cards. And at first I couldn't get my mind around that. Like, why are all these extra cards coming up? And then the pit boss kind of, you know, hey, well, these are if somebody splits or if somebody's doubling down, these are the extra cards that they're getting. They're irrelevant to you because your hand's done once you stand or pull out. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, okay. So all this extra. Yeah. Do they show all of the cards, whether they're needed or not? Yes. They flip every card. What is it? A six deck shoe? Yes. Six to eight. Sounds like Eric's coming out to Table Mountain. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I thought thought it was worth bringing up. Even Kel, when she saw me playing, she's like, what are you doing over here? (laughs) She called me. She's like, where are you at? You're not at your your original spots. You're not at a blackjack table or your video poker. I was at a whole different area and she came over. She's like, you ready to go eat? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, check this out. I'm only playing a dollar. And it's not bad considering you can play four different games simultaneously if you want you know so i thought that was pretty cool you know the the other interesting thing and i've done nothing to look into this like this is this is like a a new idea but you don't need a big player in that scenario Uh like you don't need right like all right they max it at 500 but you you could bet 500 and janice could bet 500 (laughs) and i could bet 500 and you know like that's interesting you know i've never i've honestly never looked at stadium gaming in that light yeah yeah okay i think we'll have to continue this conversation and i think isn't it it's relatively new yeah well this concept well to hear vegas has had it i believe the last year with they've they've had it with an actual dealer because they've had the they have no yeah i I, I think what they have yeah it's all hologram yeah yeah yeah, yes yes, they're not real real cards yes yes, you're right like this is this is the first time i've seen real dealers yeah yeah, you're right. I didn't even think of that because even AC, there's a, right. where is it? Caesars, they have that big right. one upstairs. Yeah, you're right. But they, but it's all computerized. Yes, yes. This is the yeah, first time I've seen all real cards mm-hmm, and real dealers. And real dealers, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the first time I saw this, Shaquille O'Neal branded uh, Blackjack. It was called Shaq Jack. Okay, and yeah. All, all they played was Blackjack. Um, I, th- I think they had it at the Tropicana in Atlantic City and they had it at I think it was Parks in uh, Ben Salem, Pennsylvania. And there were issues with that. And Shaq Jack disappeared pretty quickly. But, yeah, no, you you bring up a valid point that I think needs to be considered. Okay. So next I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the other night we, me and Kelly, as we finished up with the uh, David Spade show, we went to her machine. And she just put her card in the machine, of course. And a host ambassador comes out of nowhere. He's like, hey, I just want to let you know, I'm not your host, but I, I can take care of anything if you guys need any dinner or anything. And Kelly, you were like, yeah, let's let, let's go. Let's go ahead and get some dinner tonight. And he's like, do you guys prefer the cafe or the Eagles Landing restaurant? And we're like, well, if it's comp, we'll do the restaurant, you know. He's like, okay. So he's going through his phone. He's putting it in. He's like, well, I just want to let you guys know this comp is valid till midnight when the restaurant closes. Me and her look at each other and we're like. Because it was a Tuesday. They're, yeah, like, yeah. Their weekends are 24 yeah. hour at, at the restaurant. Yeah. We look at each other immediately. It was like 10. Yeah. No, no, I lie. It was like 8.45. Yeah, 8, yeah, 8, it was like 8.45. Yeah, yeah. We looked at each other immediately and we're like, fuck, midnight? That's kind of rushing us. We'll take the cafe. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't get to dinner by midnight? We didn't even leave till 2 and I don't know if we even used the... Did we use the comp? I don't even know if we... I think we did. did yeah, we? Did I think we, we, yeah, we went to the cafe. I don't yeah. think we did. We did. And then next, babe, I... I think I wanted you to cover this one a little more, is the Table Mountain Casino that we go to. We go to, we play there pretty frequently. We like that place the most. They had a, 
a promotion going on in April. You want to cover it a little bit? Yeah, they had a promotion. It was called Escalator to Riches, which, you know, we we get lots of flyers and things for different casinos that are different promotions going on, you know, getaways and holidays. And mind you, you know I love escalators, right, Michael Traeger? <laughs> I know you're listening, buddy. <laughs> hard four, hard four. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so they're... they're, they're Promotion was Escalator Riches. And going into their casino, you take an escalator up, you know, and it just so happened that maybe a week or two prior to that April promotion, they decide they're putting in new escalators. The escalators did not work for the entire promotion. <laughs> and they, in fact, did not work until like at least two weeks after. Yeah. It was the middle of May Mid-May, before they yeah. had these new ones. And I thought, oh, they're going to be really nice new ones they looked exactly the same as the old same ones shit, yeah. it was not a grant i was like oh you know <laughs> the wind the wind flew out of our sails just a little bit but you know of all things i just thought it was just so ironic yeah like the one time you're gonna put new escalators in is the time you're doing this promotion yeah that Did- no other casino that i have ever seen anything for has done yeah i just so it was that, an interesting little concept had- that had to be on purpose. It had to be. They knew. <laughs> like, what the hell does escalator to riches even mean? Exactly. I've never heard exactly. of an escalator based promotion. Yeah, it's not like I- highway to heaven where you see the stairs. <laughs> it's not it's not a concept that people utilize. It is. It, it's not the best promotional and it's so funny. Slogan. It's so funny because there's a lot of things that we forget to talk about that we, you know, this is two months yeah. later we're talking about it. And we were like, every night that we went in April, we're like, we got to talk about this. And we always forget. So I made sure we talked about that one. And then also, babe, I wanted to talk a little bit about our degenerate gambling moment the other night at dinner. So we went to the <laughs> casino with Sydney. We took her with us and we were going to have some dinner and we ordered our food and we knew we had like 10 minutes. So what do we do? We hop up and go play some Cleo. I wanted to play my... Cleo 2 is almost my favorite game. Like, but there's only literally one Cleo 2. And if you've ever played slots and it's called Cleo 2, if you hit her bonus, it multiplies. So, you know, you get a set number of games. Say you hit the bonus, it'll, you get to pick three, one of three of these little emerald things coming up. And it'll give you so many games. Well, if you hit the bonus within your bonus rounds it multiplies it and so every single bonus game it'll it continues multiplying so like your fourth game in any win is multiplied times four and then if you your eighth one in any win is multiplied by times eight so you can really really make a whole lot of money if you know you're playing it right and if you get an extra bonus in there and it multiplies double i mean you can have a win times 25. we got 12 spins right we got 12 spins um, yeah, but I'm talking about even the time before we went. Oh, okay. The well, first time. Yeah. So we got 12 spins and like the fourth or fifth spin in, we got another bonus. So oh, yeah, it multiplied yeah. it again. I won a thousand dollars on a $3 bet. Well, and to make matters worse, there was a time where we hit max bet and we didn't realize yes. we were spending 50 bucks a spin. We're like, whoa, shit. <laughs> that was the, the wor- that was one of the, that was the first times we played yeah. it. Like who, who has 50 times be- your bet? But this old ass machine yeah. has one time your bet to what? To 50 times. Yeah. So you can bet $1 all the way up to $50 on this Clio 2 machine. And you know, the, where you hit your little button 
the right next to it always is Max bet button. So we're like, boom. And like, oh, who hit it? Julian hit it. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and of course, I, I think we did get we half did of our money back. Yeah, we did yeah, win, yeah. yeah. So we got some. It wasn't a total loss, but I was like, never again. Don't do that. Don't hit that button. Yeah. And then the other night with our gam- our degenerate gambling moment during dinner being cooked, what did we win? Three, we won. 400 bucks? Yes. Yeah. We put, I put 100 bucks in. And within the 10 minutes, and Sydney was waiting at the table. She's like, I'm not going with you. You guys, guys. are dumb. Why are you going to gamble? Just right. stay here and eat. I can't put $100 in. And within that 10 minutes, I cashed out at $452. I came back and Sydney goes, you didn't win that. And I'm like, yes, I did. She's like, you're lying. And I'm like, I started with $100. I promise. She's like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, just because you didn't win it, sister, whatever. So I had a question for both of you guys and listeners. Have you guys ever been to a casino slash card room where dealers can take breaks and gamble <laughs> on their breaks? So we have a place here <laughs> called the 500 Club. And when these dealers take their breaks, they can jump on the blackjack table. And Eric, I think you remember me talking a little bit about a lady who was playing big at Spanish 21 there and she paid, tipped the dealer 500 bucks for a cup of coffee. Oh my goodness. That was that. Pl- oh yeah. you. Were, I don't yeah, remember that. I hadn't told you. I'll no. tell you about it. Yeah. but Did you tell Janice? She might not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I, I just, I was curious. Have you guys ever been to an establishment where the dealers can essentially jump on the tables too? Because I know this was something that Vince brought up to me when we were having dinner and he wants to talk about more when he comes back. Uh, no. I've been, <laughs> I've been to private clubs. I've been to underground card work. No, I have never. <laughs> No, 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 I've never, never where, uh, where it's in, I guess I'll say like an establishment. Right. 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 Yeah. Like, you know, even if it's a quasi establishment, no, I've never seen it where the dealers can jump in the game. And this is a full fledged, like in the middle of town Uh called 500 club. Um, and I think what got Vince from what you were telling me is I'm not a Texas Hold'em player, but that the dealers would jump in at Texas Hold'em were kind of like, they've already know, like what your tails what are, your yeah. tails are and what your bluffs you know what yeah. your faces are um i don't think it's as big of a deal if like i'm playing spanish 21 and you know the dealer's on the break and they right. come jump in there's you know it's not me versus you right poker's a different story yeah. right but but i think yeah the yeah because he was saying he's like you know the two four jump- hold him all that kind of stuff that's a different different yeah. ball game that was the road he was kind of going down he says you know these guys take their breaks and they're there for 15 minutes and jump on the other side of the table, sit next to me. I'm backing out. I'm not even attempting to play with them because they already know everything and how I do my, you know, my gameplay. So right. I was just curious that I'd bring that up for you guys. Also, they've got oh, they've go got ahead. free information. Exactly. Right. They're not e- they're not even paying to learn. Right. <laughs> they've got free information for however long yeah no vince is i mean not not that i would expect vince to not be absolutely right but right. he's absolutely right yeah pull your chips back that's not a that's not a play no okay and we also got another email from our buddy tp eric he he directs this one to you again he says hey guys tp here thanks eric for the high limit feedback guess i will up my average play per hand or be happy with what i get another question i have for you guys is we have some friends that we owe a huge favor, and she's never been to Vegas. I am offering to send them to Vegas as a thank you. Can you recommend a person or place to book a flight slash hotel package looking for a value downtown or strip? They will be low to no rollers, but (laughs) want to take in the city. I want to send them, but look out for my best value as well. 
downtown. There are professionals that you can work with uh, that will have like insider deals at higher end resorts. Okay. They may be a travel consultant or a travel agent or any. Uh, it's really it's really for the nicer properties where they have like exclusive deals where you might wind up either paying less or paying the same amount that the public can get, but there would be extra amenities thrown in because you book through, you know, a, a person with these qualifications or the ability to negotiate for you. Downtown, I, I'd probably use Expedia or okay. Priceline. So, you know, Priceline. Yeah, one of the OTAs. Um, that, that's a that's a, a generous thank you gift, by the way. Right? Um, I need more friends yeah. like him. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. TP, we should hang out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come <laughs> over, man. Shit, we're waiting for you. That's awesome. Right, right. But uh, yeah, downtown. You know, the room rate is already cheap pretty low right right so you know whatever package you would get through a, a um ota that's probably i mean as as far as i can think uh when the hotel room is 400 dollars a night there's a lot of margin to work with and you can get a good deal when the hotel room is 79 dollars a night there's not so much they can do right okay so my friend you've been on a little casino a casino crawl. Yeah, you've been all over the place. Um, I've been moving, that's for sure. Nice. Yeah. What places have you been to lately? I am, I guess, touring New England. Okay. I made it to Foxwoods and Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, and then up to Massachusetts. I'm talking to you from MGM Springfield. Nice. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yesterday, I went to the opening of Encore Boston Harbor. Okay. Yeah. So New England is different. Uh, not not bad. Just it, it is definitely different. And uh, there's 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 opportunities here for sure. So I I think it's very possible that I will be back in the not so distant future. Any nice. any notice noticeable difference between you know the casinos you're used to and the brand new casino? Well, I, I mean, Encore is beautiful and classy, and uh, with the exception of Borgata, I don't know that any Atlantic City casino would qualify as beautiful and classy. I think Ocean is beautiful, but not necessarily classy. <laughs> and uh, MGM Springfield is completely different because it's built into a city okay. even right so you are you're right in the middle of springfield but i got a tour of the area and you know like you're at a resort but there's all of these like regular places at non-resort prices all around you um you're not too far from a business district like it's it's different it's cool um but one of the interesting things here, I guess, for people that are looking for new places, when they started uh, hiring for MGM Springfield, mm -hmm. they wanted to hire a certain percentage of people that are from Springfield. Really? Yeah. So there's no prior to this place opening, there was no gaming in the area. Ah, so okay. you're really so you're you're hiring. Your brand people. new people yeah. and, you're, and you're teaching them right okay 
Um, then when Encore opened, they hired away quite a bit of the staff that was trained here for Springfield. Uh-huh. So now they're now they're rehiring people from Springfield. Wow. Okay. If, if you're looking to be in a situation where a lot of the staff is pretty new and from a procedural standpoint, they may not really know what they're doing. This is a very interesting place to be. Sometimes it feels a little bit like amateur hour. Yeah. But that's not always a bad thing. Exactly right. Exactly right. So, so uh, I'm a I'm a fan of MGM Springfield, and not for the reasons that you know people would normally be a fan of a resort. If we're going to call this a a re- yeah, I guess it's a resort. We'll call it a resort. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of interesting things, and if you are part of the M Life Rewards program, there are regional differences and things that can be taken advantage of here that are not available in any other place in the country. Springfield's in Western Massachusetts. It's you know, it's kind of out of the way, and had this not been here, I probably would have never gone to Springfield, Mass, in my life. Okay. Um, but there's there's a reason to come here. So if you're not familiar with it, take a trip and look beyond what you're supposed to see. Now, as far as the new place is concerned, were the limits high and stuff for opening night and stuff like that? I mean, uh, tables. Yeah. 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 I, not even, uh, you know, there were a lot of tables that had $500 minimums. Wow. Dang. I mean, it was, yeah. Yeah. It was. Was it packed? Yeah. It was, I mean, we had to drive to a parking lot miles away and be shuttled in. Son of a bitch. There, okay. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're going to print money. Um, there's, there's a lot of money in Boston. Yes, there are people who live in Boston who go to Vegas or would go to Atlantic City. But this drew a lot of people. And a lot of these people are not experienced gamblers. Uh, you know, I saw a guy playing uh $25 per credit video poker who was dealt a straight and helped four cards to the straight and you know he, he was dealt five to the straight he dealt- <laughs> <laughs> I thought I heard that like the you know like they're they're throwing money at things they have you know I, I'm I'm overgeneralizing yeah. but there's there's a percentage of people there that are not part of the casino culture and they're there just kind of throwing money around because of the experience. They don't have a clue what they're doing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the, the, craps, the craps table that I approached was a $50 minimum. Uh, you couldn't find less than $50 last night. Wow. And, I mean, these, these people had no idea what they were doing. Like the, I don't mean the dealers. I mean yeah, the, the, players. the patrons, right? Like, they're... Uh, there was no casino etiquette to be had, and the dealers had to like walk them through everything. You know, odds on your past line bet needed to be explained like over and over and over again. <laughs> one one drunk guy kept making references about the come bet, like you know, <laughs> you know, it was um, it was it was a well run machine. And I think the staff was doing a phenomenal job. You know, my, you know, I know people from Boston who would yeah. come to Atlantic City, right? And there's casinos north of Boston. You know, if you're 
looking for a casino, but there there really were a lot of, uh, and I'm not saying uneducated people, but uneducated gamblers. Right. Okay. Right. Like they they were there for the experience. They were throwing money around, and they had no idea what they were doing. So I have another question for you guys. When it comes to working at a casino, you guys ever thought about working at a casino? Now, I know you work at a, you know, the schooling on a casino premises, but in the casino itself, you guys, listeners as well, have you guys ever had the thought of, you know, getting a casino job, working in the casino, whether it be dealing, slot attending, whatever it may be, has that ever come across your mind? No. No. I want to play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be on the sitting side and not the serving side. Okay. So not in the casino. I've been approached to work with uh, some junket reps and independent hosts. And that might be something that I take on uh, in the future. If, if I were looking to scale back my full-time business and just kind of look for something else to do that's that's possible okay uh or if i you know fell into like a semi-retired state i could see doing something like that but actually on property uh part of it is i agree with kelly i don't i don't want the restriction of not being able to play there Mm -hmm. and yeah I, i don't you know like most dealers are unhappy with players in general yeah like i I don't, you know, I don't want to be unhappy. Like, yeah. that's not a, nah, nah, I'll pass. Okay. <laughs> I do like your idea, though, Erica. We had a guy that we worked with a few years ago. He was, his card said Caesars, but he was an independent consultant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben, yeah. But his name is Ben, ben Collins. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I could totally see myself doing that because... He, he he went with us. With he us. would yeah. fly with us, and he would play. Oh, he fucking! Remember? Oh yeah, we he hit was the on tall small with yes. him a couple times. He, yeah. he was on the craps tables with us. But I mean, and at the same time, like you know, super social. Way like, back. hey, what can I get yes. you? Do you need anything? But you know, like he got to play with us. Um, you know, and I could I could do shit like that easy. Well, and he he was like. He was very interesting, too. We'd be on the craps table. Eric, this guy would do, like, voice recordings and memos of his play. Oh, I just won 300 bucks on this session. (laughs) Oh, we just hit the all-tall small with this person rolling. (laughs) I mean, he he would do this to his phone every now and then. I'm like, the fuck's this guy doing? Recording a podcast? (laughs) Yeah, but you're right, though. I mean, that does look like it's it's in your cup of tea. It's Mm -hmm. something that looks fun, and you would enjoy it. So I think that's a new uh, business venture for us, Eric. I, I think it's something we could do together. Uh, I agree. We got to put that on our notes. Okay. And the only reason I'm asking you guys is because this past week I had an interview at our casino, the one that I like to go to the most. <laughs> so it's bittersweet. I'm in the same ballpark you are, Eric, where, you know, I don't want to not be able not to play there. But in the same sentence, it's decent money. There's benefits. And in my line of work, it, most people know. I'm a chef, so when it comes to working in restaurants and stuff, there's not very many places that offer benefits and stuff like that, you know, so I took some consideration to it, and I talked to Kelly, we've been going back and forth about it, and again, I mean, the numbers, the way it breaks down, I would be getting a nice potential raise and benefits, which is something that I'm not used to, so, you know, there's that there's that balance, and I gotta find, you know, what it is I'm looking at, what it's gonna take to, you know, take me out of one, my favorite place. So, you know, that's what made me 
bring up this question. I did mens- uh, was messaging with Vince this week and let him know, you know, how things went. And he's like, dude, just be you. You'll, you'll rock it. And I was like, no, I know. I was like, it's just a little nerve wracking because this is where I like to play. This is, you know, they always say you don't shit where you eat. And I, I don't want to, I don't want to get in that, in that mode, but I don't want to not be able to play there because, you know, it's, it's where we go and enjoy ourselves a couple times a week. So it's, it's not essentially the casino itself, but it is the restaurants. They're looking for another uh, executive sous chef to help out with the main guy. So they're like, hey, we like your experience. We like your attitude. You got a lot of personality. I mean, they were showing me the, the kitchen setup, the freezers, the hot boxes, their whole line setup. And this is the same place that's opening the casino next year. They're opening a brand new resort and they're just, they're, they're like, we're way in over our head. We're going to need real serious help. So I thought I'd bring up that question if you guys would ever be interested in working at a casino if you had a job offer. Again, I don't really know where I'm at. I've been telling Kel, I'm kind of like 50-50 on it. I'm interested, but I'm also kind of hesitant in the same sense that, you know, I know I can't play there. So, and I know every casino is different because, you know, our buddy our buddy did tell us, hey, you know, at our casino, I mean, you just can't play in your department. So if you're a blackjack dealer, you're not going to play table games. If you're, you know, um, you can go and play poker, you can go and play slots, but you're not going to play table games. So everybody's different and you know I knew automatically if I get this job I'm not gonna be able to play there <laughs> so I was like well that's the only kind of hesitant part for me but again like I said me and Kelly have been talking the numbers we've been talking about what's the pros and what's the cons and I don't know We're... I'll go tell him hi when I'm there <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I thought I'd bring that up for you guys another thing I wanted to talk a little bit about and you kind of jumped on it with not so much the etiquette but tipping procedures, and I know you, Eric, you've expressed that, you know, a lot of times you would win a lot more money at craps and gaming when it comes to, you know, tipping, you're a very generous tipper. You you, you make the dealers a part of the game every time. If it's not a two-way piggyback, and you're, you always got the dealers in action, and I'm kind of the same way. Everybody knows I'm a fucking ultimate low roller to almost no roller, so when I play blackjack or whatever it may be, I'll be betting minimum, minimum I'll throw two, three bucks down for the dealer, they win, you know, some of them, you can tell, they're like, hey, thank you very much, and, you know, some people are just like, well, okay, three, five bucks, whatever it may be, but it's, 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 for me, it's the gesture that should matter, so when it comes to the tipping part, you know, there's, you know, there's the W2G payouts and stuff like that, and Kelly had a very interesting story of, you were playing your slot machine, the guy next to you was, or the person next to you was playing, and their host came up. And, you know, it's one thing to say, hey, can, you know, can I get a comp for a dinner? But go into a little in detail of how this played out. Yeah, so I have never experienced, you know, quite what I what I witnessed. So she texts her host and was like, hey, um, I'm hungry, right? <laughs> and I'm like, Hmm. okay so the lady comes over and she was telling me in between like after she texted her she's like yeah i'm hungry but i don't want to go i don't want to go over there and eat like (laughs) i'm not gonna leave my machine and i was like that's interesting right Mm. and she's by herself and so the host comes over and she's like oh you know what what can i get for you do you need a comp and she's like yeah i want a comp for the restaurant and i want chicken strips but i don't want to go get it i she's like i don't want to go get it because i'm playing here and so you know can you go get it for me and you, I could see in the host's face, you know, like she wasn't going to tell her no. Right. But it, at the same time, you could just see in her face. She was like, are you serious? Yeah. Like, I, and I looked like, oh, she can do this. And she did. She went and got it for her. 
She came, she went and got the comp. She had her sign the comp. She went to the restaurant, got her her food, brought it to her. And she came and brought it and she's like, okay, thank you. Didn't tip this lady, didn't do anything. And I don't know exactly if you're supposed to tip your host. So that was a question mark to me. Right. Well, with then, the gesture alone of somebody going to get you food, yeah. he can be considered, hey, he's five bucks. Right. And yeah. I, I don't know if that's common practice to tip your host if they're coming out to the floor to see you. I'm not sure how host, yeah, the host practice works like that in that concept. But then literally like a half hour later, she hits a hand pay. Uh-huh. Right. And it's a $3,000 hand pay. They come <laughs> and pay her out. She does not tip the people who pay her out. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I tip I tip every yeah, time yeah, I get a hand pay. Right. And whether it's, like, large or small, I usually tip, tip each person 20, 20 bucks. bucks. Yep. You know, because, you know, I mean, I'm not rich, but I'm, you know, I'm going to give them something, you know, even if I'm losing. Um, so I thought that was very, very questionable as well. And she thought nothing ever, not even like, oh, maybe I should. It was like, okay, thanks. Turn around and wait for them to, you know, reset the machine. I was like, wow. What is your opinion, Eric? Because I, I was like, we got to ask Eric about that. Uh, so let's start with the host. Yes, you either tip your host or you give your host a gift. And some hosts you gift more than others. But like I've never had a host approach me on the casino floor and like just tip them on the casino floor. Like, I don't even know that they could accept that. But you can certainly give them a card that has either money or a gift card or something in there that they that they can open when they're off property asking a host to go run and get you food right i mean that's pretty ballsy awkward yeah and i i you know i mean host means so many it's like this umbrella term i don't know if this host is really a host or if it's like the on-duty cover person no, they, she I, I she don't. is a host because um, I didn't even know I freaking had a host for forever because I we don't ask for shit because yeah. we just go to I just yeah. go to play yeah. and evidently I have like the highest card which mm-hmm. I didn't know either and I only know that they assigned me somebody because she texted me one day and she's like hi my name's so and so from you know Table Mountain and I'm your host I'm like mm, okay thanks you yeah. know she's like just want to make sure I have your address right because we're sending out our platinum gifts I'm like. Okay, you know, but I mean, we don't ask. No, I, I, I'm ever, not out looking. Ever, yeah, I never. We never ask never, for even comps. Yeah. So when the guy came the other night, I was like, "Oh shit! If you're asking me, then okay, yeah, yeah. you know." But we never go and like. Even on that note, we asked for a twenty dollar right. comp. It wasn't that you know anything crazy. Yeah, yeah. and so um, she was she was this lady's actual host because she was like, "Oh, I'm I'm telling her I need this," and then it had to have been the next day. Mm-hmm. She actually brought her like t- it was tickets for this suite at the Save Mart Center for oh, yeah. this this show, and then the next day, like she said, her daughters were going to this other show. So I mean, she gets a lot of stuff with them, and I'm not sure. I mean, I'm guessing she's plays really well, yeah, right? So she has great play with them, but yeah, she definitely asks for a lot as well. Yeah. So I mean, good good well, for her. I, mean, I was just like, she- wow. I, I mean, I've never asked a host to get me chicken strips, <laughs> right? <laughs> but. But if your play is large enough, I'm sure know, that like, they'll get some a masseuse in there if you want. I mean, I'm yeah, sure right. if you're doing, you know, doing your right. due diligence yeah. playing that, you know, they're going to cater to you and which is awesome. I just never saw it. And I thought, wow, that's interesting. And it's funny because when you said this <laughs> a couple nights later, I was YouTubing and I was on this channel that I really enjoy. It's called Vice and they should have all kinds of different types of videos. And they actually had a video labeled 
casino tipping and how to treat dealers according to dealers. And I'm going to oh. actually throw this this audio in right now. And I thought it was pretty interesting because you have dealers that are like, look, I don't need you to call me baby. I don't need you to look at my ass. You want to impress me? Shoot me a $5 tip. Shoot me money. I don't need, I don't want your phone number. I want a dollar before I get your phone number. Casinos were not built on winners. I pay all the bills in this casino. I've cried a couple times. This fucking dealer. When you come to a casino, it should be coming to your family table for dinner. You should behave. Do not come in here and act like you own the casino. You don't. Don't grab my butt. It does not belong to you just because you're a customer. And I don't need to know the seven positions you had with that girl last night. Don't cheat. You will get caught. We're going to see it. We got 3,000 cameras here. You think you can do it? Maybe 1,900. Don't throw your cards at me. Don't throw your chips at me. Yeah, if you lose, don't blame me. You get mad at the deal at this hand, and then the next hand, you win a hand, and you say, oh, great deal. Oh, am I great, or am I that bitch that just happened two seconds ago? Do not micromanage the poker table. You don't need to do my job. Half the time when you try and do my job, usually do it wrong. I tell them all the time, you want to do it? Yes, my shirt. Do not take pictures in the casino, period. Some people are here, they do not want to be seen. I I've had people watch porn sitting right next to me. And I have to tell them, uh, sir, that's not allowed in the casino. Oh, but I'm only watching porn. You'd be amazed what people do. Your grandfather sometimes is not the sweetest man you think he is. <laughs> Most people don't know chips are the dirtiest thing. It's not like you can throw them in the wash machine and start with a fresh batch tomorrow. Cards are gross. They will run to the bathroom, pee, poop, not clean their hands, and they come back. I hate when players get french fry and go like, oh, is it me? Oh, let me check what I got. Oh, cool. Oh, yes, that's a big one. Do be hygienic. Take a shower before you come to the casino, please. If he's in this side, I have to be the whole down dealing this way because I can't smell that. And if you're not going to freshen up, please do not sit next to the dealer because we do not want to smell you. A good tip for a dealer is whatever the small blind is of the game and whatever the pot size is. You want to tip $5 and somebody else will be like, don't tip the dealer $5, that's too much. Don't tell someone not to give me money. If we don't get tips, we have the worst salary in the whole country. I have dealt hands where players have won $50,000 or more and not gotten tipped at all. We get paid $5 per hour. If we don't get tips, I prefer to work in McDonald's or another place. And don't make excuses for not tipping, we don't care. Thank yous don't pay our bills. You don't need to go somewhere where you should be tipping. Play online poker on the computer. I've seen people win sixty or $70,000 in one hand, but I've also seen people lose sixty or $70,000 in one hand. You should never make the game personal. They would lose a hand and say, you know, I'm not tipping you ever again. They bring their mothers into it. Are you married? Oh, that's why you're not married. I hope when you get out of here, a car will run you over or stuff like that. We know where you live or we know where your car is parked. You do look around. <laughs> <laughs> Do not be a sore loser. We're gonna hope you lose so you get off the table. I check the lineup on the table, who's playing, I go like, oh man, I want this guy to lose. But they don't know this. We had a player who was a little obnoxious. He liked to make comments when people lost. And one day he made a comment to the wrong person. The guy was eating a steak. He had a steak knife and a fork. He took the fork and stabbed the guy in the leg. Unfortunately, getting hit on is part of the job. 
Do we like it? Not really. Will we go along with it? Sometimes. Oh, yeah, happen to me all the time. All ladies, most of the time, yeah. I never got, you know, like, young girl, blonde girl, that never happened. That's a fantasy. Trying to work, I'm not here, I'm not at a bar trying to get hit on. The reality is, like, 68 years old lady go to you like, hi, Harold, you know, and hi, Gloria, or hi, Suzanne. I would rather have you drop a $1 tip in my box than your phone number. Money, 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 money. Oh, high rollers. The, that's a different species, you know? That's a different type of player. Those are the ones that get upset the most. The longer you last, the better the, the payoff is. Sometimes we have customers that I think they're living in the parking lot. Somebody was talking, their tooth came flying out. And they went chasing over the table to get their tooth and then put it right back in their mouth. Like nothing happened. Like my wife's in labor. Can I still stay in the tournament? The player put the supervisor in a chokehold. Cops had to come and tase them at the table. And that lady had a stroke at the table. And they didn't even want to wait for the 9-11 to take her away. Someone just died, and they were having a funeral, and he was trying to rush me. They wanted her chips. If you see you're the last player in the casino at 3 a.m. in the morning and Christmas Day, please go home. 95% of the time, it's a nice job to have, but that 5% are the assholes we deal with. If one thing I can thank this job, I, I got into Buddhism just so I could actually uh, take those negative energies and just push it down. When I'm here, I have just as much fun sitting in that box dealing as if I was on the other side playing. That dealer can make you have fun, or that dealer can make you be miserable for that half hour. And I don't want to be miserable for a half hour. I want to be happy. Awesome. Hope you guys enjoyed that clip. That was really cool when I got to watch it this week. So one thing I wanted to cover is we had a couple reviews come in lately on iTunes. And again, anybody that wants to share anything about the show, whether you like or hate us, feel free to do it on iTunes reviews. We appreciate <laughs> it. But whatever you do, put five stars. That's all we care about. <laughs> so our buddy Vinny Chins, who we talked about two weeks ago, who's actually in Vegas this week doing his thing, he left us a, a review on iTunes. It says, Vegas Confessions is entertaining, no matter what level gambler you are. Perfect listen for a car ride to your local casino while you're daydreaming of your next Vegas trip. So again, Vinny Chens, thank you, brother. I appreciate nice. that. Nice, thank you. Also, we have one more from a buddy, Grant. He actually posted this pretty recent. He says, this is a hell of a podcast. This thing's amazing. New listener and newly into gambling. Just turned 21 about a year ago, and I've been to AC a little over 11 times with friends. <laughs> Can't wait to make a trip with... Can't wait to make a trip with you guys and bet heavy on the hard six. <laughs> By the way, guys, the casino manager chat was awesome. Five and five in every category. Again, thank you, Grant. Appreciate that. Nice. Thank you, Grant. So, again, anybody who wants to leave, you know, feedback about the show, if you guys are enjoying this, please do so. It means a lot. That kind of stuff, you know, lifts our spirits. Again, I do want to mention we do have a couple potential interviews set up here in the near future. We have been in contact with Anthony Curtis. We're setting that up. And we also have a second interview coming up shortly with Vince, the casino manager, because, you know, he wanted to elaborate a little more on that 500 Club thing. And then, you know, he was talking a little bit about uh, the sports betting stuff and just some of his endeavors coming to the future. So it's going to be exciting to have him back on. And now that we're more comfortable, I think he's ready to go, you know. so Yeah, super nice guy. Yeah, very good people. So again, we, I just want to remind everybody, do us a huge favor, rate and review us on iTunes. 
on any of your listening uh, podcast platforms. Reach out to us via email or social media at VegasConfessions at gmail.com. And again, on social media at Vegas Confessions Podcast, you have questions, topics, or even answers to one of the questions we've just asked you guys. Do us a huge favor. Tell your friends about us. Let people know about us. And again, what I was getting to earlier with That's right. my You're cousin Georgie. Yeah. What, well, yeah. Okay. With my, my cousin Georgie <laughs> is we had this idea of, hey, you know, let's make cards. And I know that you can bet on that. Guys have cards that they do. And we have cards that we've had that were previously done with Shane. But we kind of won up the game right now. What we did is <laughs> we have our very cool logo on the front. And on the front, it actually says a gambling and casino podcast available on all listening platforms and it's got our image but on the back and this is kind of something we talked about and we just thought it'd be a really good idea we know a lot of our people like to play blackjack and video poker and you know the casino games in general so what we did is on the back of the cards they have a blackjack strategy sheet so again if you're ever unsure or maybe you've had too many drinks one night at the casino <laughs> pop this bad boy out of your wallet and there you go you got your lifeline right in front of you so Again, we have the Vegas Confessions logo on one side, the Blackjack Strategy chart on the back. And again, anybody who's interested, we'll be sending you guys some out soon. And again, I'm going to be sending a pack your way, Eric. I think I got a thousand right now. So even the kids were looking at him right now like, Dad, what are these? Like, no, nope, <laughs> give them back to me. So again, George, thank you, man. It was just a good idea. I was on Vistaprint one day and I was getting ready to click the accept and pay for it button. I thought about it. I'm like, wait. Why would I do that when my cousin Georgie <laughs> created our logo, knows our shit, has all of our images, and of course, a week later, here you go, because, I mean, you're going to be wild when you see these things, Eric. They're pretty impressive. They're man. really nice. Yeah. So, I, I'm I'm sure they look great. I just want to throw one thing out there before there's uh, uh, unnecessary drama. Uh, the Vice Lounge Online guys came out with a similar card pretty recently. Uh, you've been talking about this for a long time. Oh, yeah. So I don't want anybody to think that you're just ripping off their idea. Uh, I, I think there's plenty of cards that can be out there. So I'm sure they've done a great job. Obviously, I haven't seen them yet, but I'm looking forward to it. And uh, we're pleased to give these to our listeners with uh, nothing but respect for the guys over at Vice Lounge Online. And again, thank you, man. That means a lot because this, again, it was. It's been months in the process. And again, there's some more things we have coming out. We're going to do another version with some other things on the back. So we have a lot a lot of things planned. And again, this is not a making money G strategy for us. This is just to help you guys improve your game. Hey, if you're ever unsure, what do I do with this pair against this number? Here you go. Here's your chart, you know? So, I mean, it's just the fun in the game. We're here to help out, share stories, and have a good time with people. This is why we do this. So, again, guys, this has been fun. I love doing this stuff with you guys. And until next time, cheers. Cheers. Cheers.
go down. It's 